And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We are back with Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're going to talk now, Ann, about a British film called Brideshead Revisited, Mm -hmm. directed by Julian Gerald, written by Jeremy Brock and Andrew Davies from a famous novel by Evelyn Waugh. And it stars Matthew Good, Haley Atwell, and Ben Whishaw, and two wonderful character actors, mm-hmm. Emma Thompson and Michael Gambon. It takes place at a beautiful mansion, mm-hmm. and it's called Brideshead, just outside London, owned by Michael Gambon and Emma Thompson as Lord and Lady Marchmain. But of course, they are separated. Mm-hmm. Lord Marchmain lives in Venice with a girlfriend, and Lady Marchmain lives at Brideshead, raising Julia and Sebastian and another daughter, Cordelia, whom we see very little of in this film. Well, she's raising them to be very dysfunctional adults. Very dysfunctional. She is Catholic. She is a very, very stern Catholic, and neither of these three children know quite what to do about it. Sebastian goes off to school, to Mm -hmm. Oxford, and he becomes very friendly with Charles, played by Matthew Good. When he brings Charles back to Brideshead to meet the family, Charles is very, very impressed. He suddenly realizes how much he wants to be a part of this. Exactly right. And he's a very middle-class kind of guy. Mm -hmm. His father is very cold and distant to him, and he just wants to live at Brideshead. Well, he wants that family, doesn't he? Absolutely. And he wants everything that that family has. This is an interesting love story because Sebastian has obviously fallen in love with Charles. Yes. Charles is very friendly with Sebastian, but he actually has his eye on Sebastian's sister, played by the very talented Haley Atwell. And I liked her role in this so much. I thought she was quite good. She was very proper and prim, but at the same time, she was sexy. And I liked the fact that she kept him dangling for most of the movie. Well, she does keep him dangling. And that's one of those things that happen in British period movies. This mm-hmm. period is between World War One and World War Two, Exactly. Where beautiful, rich, young women are absolutely beastly to the men who love them. Right. Well, you know, I like this movie, too, because it really gives you a clear picture of what the frightfully rich did to while away the hours. And usually they were drunk. In this picture, Sebastian has a lot of drunken friends at college, and so they sit around and they besmirch other friends. Yes. So they're not a very nice group. In fact, I would say these are pretty detestable people, except for the character of Charles. Charles maintains a slightly aloof position from these people. He's always the outsider looking in. That's the concept of his character. That's true, and it's very sad. It's very sad to watch him being a part of this, but on the other side of the glass. He is not really a part of it. He feels he is. He feels that he wants to be. Yes. Well, I think, too, that this movie is about Catholicism and the strange and frightening way that it has a hold over this family, and it really keeps them imprisoned. To some degree, both the daughter and the son try to get away from it, but in the end, the religion is the trump card, and that's the one that rules all of their actions. In this case, you have Matthew Good playing Charles Ryder, and he is an avowed atheist. The big themes here, 
atheism and Catholicism working against each other, coming into conflict all the way through this film. And it's what drives this movie, frankly. That's true. I read the book many, many years ago, and I did see most of the 12 hours that they did on PBS back in the 80s. I was surprised that they had condensed it Mm -hmm. into a two-hour and 15-minute film. And for me, it didn't quite work as well. And I think perhaps it's because of the director, Julian Gerald. For some reason, he didn't allow any sort of passion or emotion to peek through. And because of that, I felt a little bit distanced Mm -hmm. from all the characters. I think it's interesting in this picture, you had Sebastian and Charles, Charles and Sebastian. They were really a couple. While I was watching the movie, I thought maybe they could name this movie Brokeback Mountain Revisited because (laughs) it seemed to me that they were very much attached to one another. But again, the character played by Matthew Good would never, ever conceive of having a relationship while Sebastian had this unanswered, unrequited love for Charles. But all of those things taken into consideration, I thought they did a very, very good job of bringing this movie in at two hours and 15 minutes. I thought it was a lovely movie. And I like the fact that we are talking today about the concept of spirituality and how Catholicism really ruled everything that this family did, especially Lady Marchmain, who wanted to control her family. She was a control freak, and she could do so by using the Catholic Church and guilt and all of the things that come with being a real, real deep Catholic. Emma Thompson is such a wonderful actress. Mm -hmm. I've always found her to be a very warm, very interesting, very approachable actress. But in this film, she really kind of turned me away. There was so little about her that I could stand. I think she does a fantastic job. She's so controlled. And every part of her makeup and the way her hair is curled and so on, it's very precise. And I like the fact that Emma Thompson really gives this character the kind of manipulative quality that Lady Marchmain has to have in order to make this script work, in order for the story to really affect you. Well, I think that's true. But for some peculiar reason, the film did not touch me. And because of that, I'm giving it a very strong yellow light. I think the movie has many pluses to it. I like the way the movie looked. I like the themes. I like the fact that the script addresses those issues in a very head-on way. And I think that people will get a kick out of seeing it. There's enough brewing up there for you to have another cup of English tea after you've seen this movie. I think it's well worth a trip to the Cineplex to see this one. So for me, Brideshead Revisited gets a green light. So, yellow light for me, green light from Anne for Brideshead Revisited. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Anne Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.